Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Christy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. I'm a transformational trainer, speaker, firm mama, and proud wife to a distinguished Navy SEAL. We believe in the motto, never give up, never quit, while doing it all with love. I'll share real talks with experts and thought leaders who offer proven strategies to turn your barriers into success in this unfiltered, transformational, and thought-provoking podcast. Let's do this. I am truly excited to introduce today's special guest. She is an award-winning author, psychic, occult specialist, and empowers entrepreneurs with the spiritual intelligence to achieve financial freedom that impacts all of their lives. As the founder of The Spartanite, she works with people all over the world in over 30 countries. She is here today to share her amazing journey. I'd like you all to help me welcome our very special guest to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast, Nadia Arain. Hi, Nadia. Hi, Christy. So nice to have you with me. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm super excited to chat with you today. I've been waiting for this all week. I am so oh, excited. Wow. I am very honored. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Talk to us a little bit about your journey. I know you have been through so much. You have done oh, so much. It's amazing. Wow. I, I just can't <laughs> imagine such a small person doing all these things. <laughs> in the entire world and I just want to hear all about it where did you first of all where did you where, where are you from are you talking about in terms of ethnicity or you talk about where originally, I'm born where are you originally from yes yeah so my family's from East Africa my mother is from Kenya my dad is from Uganda we're obviously based on South Asian origin and I was born in London but I also lived a lot of the time in East Africa I've lived in the West and I've also lived in France as well so yeah being be, be around the world let's put it that way traveled to very many different countries and I think one of the major things about success and what I find personally about success is the more you've traveled and the more you interact with anything and anybody that doesn't look like you, sounds like you, speaks like you, it broadens your horizons, it broadens your mind, it makes you more tolerant, it makes you more accepting. And you also learn so much from people. And I think really the root cause of any ignorance in the world is when people are not exposed to different things and henceforth they go off on a trajectory of having stereotypes, of having a certain perspective, should I say, that people should behave or look a certain way. And I would say the more you are able to be around people in a cosmopolitan fashion and manner, you will come to find that you know it really expands you mentally. And I believe that's one of the key things for entrepreneurship that people should really, really expand themselves uh, on a spiritual level, but also mentally as well. Right. That has been a huge factor in my life is I'm always drawn to people who are different than me. People who look different because they're just amazing by their stories and, their, and where they've been and different things that I haven't experienced myself. And so yeah. I, I gravitate to that. If I see someone different from a different country 
or a different upbringing. I mean, it could be in South Kansas somewhere that I've never been. It doesn't matter because curiosity is really good. Curiosity is a wonderful thing because when you're curious, I mean, yeah, there's a there's a certain level of curiosity and also this discernment of if you need to be curious about something or not, given what lies behind the door. But for the most part, a curiosity and open mind will take you far further than what you will with a closed mind. I find traditionally in society, if you ask the, the average pedestrian person, are you open-minded? There's not a single person that's not going to say yes. But present them with information that is contradictory to their beliefs. Cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias will kick in very quickly. And they will say, oh, no, that's not me. That's not this. Now, there's nothing wrong with someone knowing what they like and don't like, but being open to something that is of assistance to you, you may not understand or see it at first glance, but it, you can uh, develop over it over time. It's imperative for running your own business and networking with other business owners and also entrepreneurship and an entrepreneurial life in general. Absolutely. So if you can find people from different walks of life, different people that you can you know, gain insights and it makes you more worldly. And as a business owner, it makes you more experienced on, on a higher level because you know a lot more than just the average person who doesn't do that, who doesn't ask questions, who is not inquisitive, has not opened themselves you know, for other people to uh, give them information about their industry from a different perspective that can help as well. So thank you, thank you for that. But uh, you're an amazing, amazing businesswoman, Nadia, but you haven't, you. Always, you haven't always been that way. Tell us about your journey. I haven't. Wow. You know, my journey is one of those things that sometimes I always think, God, I need two books to fill it. But, you know, in a short nutshell, I've come from a very difficult background. I lost my father when he was 18. In fact, tomorrow it will be 13 years since my dad passed away. So he passed away three days after I turned 18 on Valentine's Day. And the loss of my father was very untimely for me it was very difficult so I came of age terrified fatherless and alone and what was even harder to understand is that the manner that my dad passed in and what we went through as a family so I have an aunt in my family who did very very strong black magic on us the idea was to control my dad for his wealth and power through sorcery it so happened it went too far and he ended up dead and she was after me and my mom and even till today, probably still would be, and losing that and going from one thing to the next. So I had a very difficult adolescence, very difficult teenage life. It was a blur for most of the part because not only was I seeing all that in the house, I had evil spirits on me, I had magic on me because this woman didn't stop. That's the point. And even after my dad passed away, you know, I, I went my separate ways from my father's family. I had, I, I uh, made a decision. It was a very tough decision for me. And then after that, I dropped out of university halfway because nothing that I did worked out in my life. And that was pretty much the goal. So I dropped out of university and I said, you know what, I, I don't want to work for other people. So I'm going to tie a little bit of my story into my entrepreneurial story as well to not take people off track completely. So I went ahead and started my first company, which was a day spa and a salon. I opened its doors when I was 22. Again, because of the recurring theme of what was going on in my life, the place had to shut in one year. I was practically left with nothing. I was probably this close to being homeless. I was in so much in debt. I was I was a complete and utter mess. And at that time, I had just pretty much finished modeling as well because I used to model as well, as well as go to university. So it's kind of like a timeline of one thing after another. 
So once it closed for two years, I very much struggled. I was very fortunate to have a cousin from my mother's side who uh, helped me with living expenses, did everything. And at 25, I came across a man who saved my life. He pulled out four spirits out of me. He pulled two out of my mom. And I always say that my life started when I was 25, six years ago. So I'm 31 now. I went from there and my life completely fell apart. And what people would think is that, oh, God, you know, I don't know where I'm going next. But in actual fact, if you've always been shown red as blue and now you're seeing it as red, it takes a long time to mentally adjust what I went through. Now, because of those evil spirits that were left behind me, I went through some of the worst circumstances. I went through very, very abusive relationships. I went through everything crashing in my life. So from starting from completely ground zero where I was empty, I had no hope. I was suicidal. I didn't know where I wanted to go. I had nothing going for me. I picked myself up. I was fortunate that I, you know, I really sincerely prayed to God for help. And I didn't, I didn't beg. I asked for help. I said, you've obviously left me alive. I'm suicidal, but I, I want to be of hope to other people. I want people to see that a person can completely have everything, crash it down and go back to scratch. Where do you start from? So I started my journey. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I went to an event when I was 25, about seven, eight months after the spirits were pulled out of me. And there was a lady in San Diego. She was doing this event and she said, what is your God job? What has God sent you onto this planet for? And I quickly scribbled down Spark Night and I often tell my story and I laugh and I say this, that I tried to run away from doing Spark Night because it was so much and I couldn't cope because I was already so broken and so damaged and trying to fix your own life and also trying to help people, the conversion is very difficult. But as I fixed and I healed my own life and I started to elevate into my own ascension, I also realized one of the most important things about life in entrepreneurship is people are always waiting to be perfect, to do something, to be something, to show up. They're constantly sitting on the sidelines. They're constantly worrying about feeling visible because, Christy, when you're visible, you're always attacked. And people are frightened of criticism. If you come from an abusive household, if you come from a place where it be, being visible is very dangerous because you're attacked for it, then that, that bleeds in a lot into entrepreneurship. What people don't understand is they're trying to be successful on an entrepreneurial journey but they have to figure out what's going on in the household they have to figure out what kind of house they come from what's really happening with them and so as I started elevating increasingly more and more and more I'm fortunate that I work with my spirit team now they're healthy I've healed from abuse I've helped thousands upon thousands of people with bold confidence with esteem with their money story to escape abusive relationships escape abusive families get new jobs get married so for me my goal was really getting people out of their own way so that I could get them to rise into their own power most people talk about empowerment but they're coming from a place of neediness because they have no actual concept of what power is should they be granted an access to see what power is they would probably collapse so what their limited worldview of power is is for a lot of women, it's behaving like men because men are traditionally seen as the first and last axiom of power in the world for what is real power and how you go about getting it. So that's a little bit about my story. I've overcome so, so much in my life that sometimes there are no words to describe it or there are no bullet points to put because sometimes the only things that lived experience teaches you about people that know nothing in convoluted textbooks can ever give you. And I'm sure you get what I'm saying.
Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That that's a lot and a very serious story you have there, Miss Nadia. Oh, oh. So that's a little bit out of it. I also got cut off from generational money. My father had money owed to him. My mother refused to speak to the rest of the family because of what happened. They cut us off from the money. So we basically had nothing. So this family left us when we most needed them. And I don't consider it family. And they're out of my life. And I'm thankful. Right. And I've, I've really worked very hard, very, very hard. I've cried many nights alone. I've worked very hard to get to where I am. And I'm very proud of what I have turned into. I could have easily become a prostitute. I could have become, I could have been trafficked. I could have been raped. I could have been on the street selling my body, but I'm proud that today I can help so many people, but because I've helped myself first and do it in a way that I can give people real hope. So, I mean, then I was left with two conditions when the spirits came out of me, which you probably read in my bio. I used to have fibromyalgia, which is some sort of, it's like arthritis for muscles. I also, and meaning I was bedridden for a lot of the time. I couldn't work a job. I, in fact, I couldn't do anything. So entrepreneurship indeed truly is survival for me. And showing people that your life can be smashed to the ground and start again and tr truly rise into your power is, is a very powerful and moving thing. And sometimes when you go through stuff in your life, you don't realize how much of a testimony you're just to lived experiences for other people. Right. You are truly a testimony. I want to ask you. you what your power, the power that you have. Now, is that inherited from your father's side? Did you talk uh, are you talking about the, the, the magical power? Okay, so it's a yes and no, basically. So my father had a lot of bold confidence. He still does. Very, very, very strong man. So my actual strength to be able to present myself and overcome things, yes, I take it from him. My magical power, no, it comes from my mother's side. My mother is clairvoyant. My great-grandfather was sorcerer, a gin conjurer, and also obviously psychically gifted. So from my mother's side, we are gifted, and I took it from there. So I combined worldly and spiritual power to have it, and spirits that work with me today i'm very grateful for them and power is a very big responsibility not everybody should be given that because most people will go and use it for wrong purposes right that's what i hear so wow so you were born into this i i was but let's just say my ability saved my life because i knew there was something wrong with me and i went ahead and cleared it i mean I, I can see and discuss my whole story but when you truly uh my friend has the thing that when you I've seen real evil. You can never unsee it. I was born into a family, you know, I'm related to people who are real evil. You know, you run for your life. It's not like there's nothing to negotiate. There's nothing to say. You run before you're dead. That's kind of where I'm at. So really having all that to leave all that behind, to start fresh and to heal myself, to be able to be happy, healthy, have a good life, forgive myself, move forward, plus take care of a business, do all that. So yeah, it's challenging. <laughs> I see that. Well, it's, it's so amazing to see someone who is so strong and so powerful and knows that they must use that power for good and help other people. And you know how how uh, important it is because you're transforming your own life. That's a lot to go from you know being destitute to debt to almost homelessness and having absolutely nothing to get, getting your own stuff out of that. And now helping others to do the same as well, because you know how important it is. And that makes a great entrepreneur, a great coach and consultant is that you've been there. It's a lived experience. And there's a lot of people who are coaches and mentors, but they haven't lived anything. Nobody cares about your MSc. No one cares about your qualifications. Nobody gives a shit because 
you know, it's like telling somebody how to give birth and you've never given birth yourself. What are you going to tell that person? So there are a lot of people who like to get on camera and talk and feel important because they have no power. So when they come across people who have real power, we don't flex it, we're quiet about it. And then it bothers them because they're unnerved by it. So, yeah, we have a real lack of people who have lived and a lot of people who have lived simply, they have no interest to be visible, so to speak. And that was part of my entrepreneurial blocks as well, overcoming abuse was really being visible and saying, well, this is my story and it's not, hi, I worked in corporate and now I left a six-figure job and I'm with my husband. I've never worked in corporate. I have no time for offices. I don't care for them. They're, bo they're boxes and I don't want to sit in a box. My life is not a box and I'm happy being free as is. So to really show people that you don't have to go through a linear thing. I mean, it's ironic. I made a video on YouTube today. Lots of people try and achieve success through a linear perspective, but you don't have to. All you have to do is have grit, determination and courage and just believe in yourself and keep moving forward. That's it. It doesn't matter whether you have resources, money, they will accumulate along the way. All it's just the confidence and belief in yourself is the most important thing. I think that's another one of the reasons why I was so drawn to you because you're it's so different. It's not just, oh, I yes. have a proper job, nine to five, and now I'm no. your your background and your story is so different from other people. And that's what makes you so mesmerizing. Now you're the founder of the Spartanite. Tell us about the Spartanite. So my journey with Spark Night is interesting. I wrote Spark Night book 10 years ago. I had finished a very abusive relationship. It was with a narcissist. And I was like, I don't want any woman to feel the way this guy has left me feeling. Anyway, I went ahead and wrote it. And it, it became a big success. And I wrote it from the vantage point of where I was at 10 years ago. So I put Spark Night on ice when I ran my spa. I, I didn't have much time for it. So when I went to that ladies' event and when she said, when's your God job? And I wrote Spark Night, I was like, oh, man, I don't want to do Spark Night. I want to run away from it. Because in my mind, I could already see how big and empirical and vast it would be and how much I would need to change. And I was frightened to change because I was frightened to become the person I am today. And with each level that we don't know, it's easier to stay where you are than move upwards, which is everybody that faces that. So I started thinking, okay, I know I want to help women. That was where I started off. So, well, I want women to feel good about themselves. And I really want them to feel strong inside themselves that they can overcome and heal anything possible. I had to sit and think about what I wanted to offer. So I summoned two spirits and I said, well, don't, don't give me boring coaching. And because I said, can you please explain it in your best terms of what I can do? And they gave me the card of the magician, which is in the tarot. And I said, Again, they gave you the they gave me in the tarot deck there is a card called a magician i asked them literally is this me doing magic for people which i do but they said no there's a deeper meaning what does the magician represent to you i said it's a masculine card of determination will drive get up stand up you're not a victim get up and do something they said that's what you're teaching people you're teaching people real empowerment it's not just like i said it's not a convoluted textbook it's something real we will pull you upwards so I really couldn't work out for the life of me what I wanted to offer. But the interesting thing is, as I grew, as I moved upwards, Spark Night became clearer for me. It, be, it became clearer of where I needed to be, what I needed to do. So I just used psychic ability. I used intuitive guidance. I used a lot of the spirit help as well. And it's got me to where I am. And the journey went from me 
It's like Spotify is my own salvation. It is all of my self-respect. It's all of my pride and my joy that was stolen from me as a child, understandably with what I went through. And I really rose into it and I said, there's going to be tiny things. Okay, there are bits and pieces of wisdom. Maybe I can put audio classes and sell this. So I started that with Etsy. People started buying it. I started getting sales. Audio classes? Audio classes. That's where I started from. <laughs> so I started writing more books, audio classes. Then I started to work out, actually, I want to do energy work for people. I want people to vibrationally change within a virtual space of time. You know, you can read a book, you can read an audio class, but something that's actually shifting your energy and reading it quickly is going to take you up way quicker. So then I introduced what people would call the activated accessories line, which is probably the bracelets, the pendants, stuff you've seen on my site and in my store and people started to buy it in a very short space of time you know they had more confidence they made more money women were more feminine men could get better jobs and more masculine people got married it was just amazing stuff was magically happening for people and then I started to think okay well you know I, I need to give my wisdom and people were like oh well do you do coaching do you do consulting frankly I wasn't interested in any of that because I've seen what's out there so I said well, I'd rather be a mentor. And four years ago, I actually won my first award from Best Mentor of the Year 2017. And people started asking me questions that we we really, we were happy to pay any money, any price for you. And it was a bit overwhelming. So in my new site that's launching very soon, I have three labels. It's called Pink Label, Black Label and Red Label. The Pink Label is all to do with um, empowering femininity for women. Red Label is a six-month mastermind of receiving clarity and your own journey. And Black Label is the premium. It is, it is the absolute ultimate of moving a person from eight ounces to one trillion in 12 months. And that's not in terms of money. That is in terms of debt. I've met a lot of stupid people with money. I've met a lot of shallow people with money. I've let, met a lot of boring people with money. Money isn't everything in the world. People talk about it as though it's their God. And they measure their happiness through digits in a bank balance instead of measuring it based on the happiness in their soul. That's what the world has taught you to do. So when you expand somebody's debt, because I've met men who have made 10, 20 million, but they have the depth of a cup, which makes them extremely boring. So then you have to take them to the ocean and drown them and then bring them back. In other words, it's sort of like an initiation. It's a death and rebirth into something, a limitless goddess and godlike power that is very difficult for, I guess, a worldly perspective to give you. So, yeah, like you said, it's something very different, but it's very expanding and it really gives you a sense of peace inside. Right. And I like how you put it, how, you know, money's not everything. People worship money like it's a god. But it's your whole life, it's your relationship, it's your health. It's your, you know, your soul, your spirit. Are you a good person? You know, yep. do you serve and do you help other people? It's, yep. it's your family. You know, if you have a great family, family <laughs> as well. Our friends can be your family. Also, if you don't have uh, a relationship with your family, but friendships are very important. Your social environment, all those things make for a very well-rounded and, and good person who has a good life and so I like that you don't focus on just one you focus on the entire being everything is holistic people traditionally look at money from two perspectives fear the fear of not having it and the greed of once you do oh my god I want this I want that but if you are the translucent pillar through which money flows because money is just a frequency people complicate money so much it's like 
Yeah, it's there. It's everywhere. If you provide value, people will literally beg to throw it at you. It's I, I find money a very simple concept to understand because I don't look at it from a linear and worldly perspective. I don't go out and create courses and programs and think I need to fill this thing. People usually come and ask me for things themselves. They might say, well, I heard you say this on a YouTube video or I heard you on a podcast like this. Or I heard you actually, I've got this issue. Can you help me with this? And then we put stuff together. Of course, they are flagship courses. They are things that, that I channel and give through Spotlight. But I think I very much have trusted intuitively that the right people will find me because I'm not promoting myself. I am not, have no interest in advertisement, promotion. Um, they see something special in me. They might find something that's different. And mysteriously, I just show up. And that's that's sort of my marketing strategy. So it's not, you know, you need to do this. Yeah, I do the standard stuff of, you know, Instagram and uh, YouTube and SEO. That's That stuff's fine. And it's, it's, it's for exposure and marketing is good. But if you have a dead message, you can be on a billboard in Times Square and nobody will look at you. Right. That's true. That's true. So you just attract. So you you are just a being that attracts naturally people to you. I mean, you do the things that you feel, you know, you're out there. People can find you somewhere on the internet world, but you are energetically able to attract the people to you. And that's where a lot of people want to be. They don't want to hustle. They don't want to hustle and, and search and find and desperation for people, but they do want to have that ability to just right. be calm and at peace and attract. How does someone do that? It's because they're not at peace that they need to hustle. That doesn't mean that I don't know how to hustle. I know what it's like to hold down three jobs, come home, work, and almost look like you're going to drop dead from where you're at. I think part of not only my psychic ability kept me alive, but I'm a very ambitious woman and I don't settle. And where I should have settled and where people told me I should have settled and done this, well, I wasn't interested in that, basically. I think for people, the most important thing is it's not developing the business. The joke is not the business. It's you. You have to develop yourself. But what are they going to do? They're going to go tune into some random podcast. I mean, I'm not talking about this, but just generally to some big wig, well-known name, because that's how people are. They don't know how to think. They're taught what to think. So they gravitate to somebody who might be successful in worldly terms, and take their advice and think, why is it not working for me? But that advice worked for the individual who's given it. It doesn't mean it's going to work for you. That's a one size does not fit all. Everybody has different ethnic backgrounds. We're different genders. We have different things we've seen in our life. Because your uniqueness is not witnessed. It's not heard. It's not valued. And it's just the same cookie cutter nonsense in everything that you ever see. The short answer for people who want to develop that is they have to develop two things. They have to develop listening through charisma. When you're charismatic and you have the ability to hold attention and influence crowds, you have to be able to listen to them because God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. And number two, after charisma is charm, because I think it goes back to the boring thing where they have no presence. If you don't have presence, you're always going to hustle because whatever you're chasing in life runs away from you. Awesome. You already started, but can you give our listeners three? We have we have one, we have two, uh, listening through charisma and also having presence. But give us uh, talk about three takeaways our listeners can use to kind of elevate or impact their lives. Be sincere in what you're giving people. A lot of people just see people as an income stream. Okay, so, you know, I have people that I do this, this, that for. But is your heart really there? Do you really want to help people? Or you just think, well, you know what? I think it's a good gunshot to be a coach because I heard it pays well. 
people don't pay you per se for what you know well or not know well. They pay you for your passion. They pay you for the love. I think one thing people have really missed out is love is truly a superpower. This is not just romantic love. The love you have from someone sitting in front of you, being present and non-judgmental, there's nothing that can match that in the world. If the services and products don't have love inside it, they are always empty. It's like food. When they rush and cook it in, in the restaurant, it might taste nice, but what, what your mom's cooking tastes better because she loves you and she made it with love. That's a good one. Your products and services have to have love. You can't just rush through things. And that's one thing that I'm learning right now in my life is to slow down and put my, put my attention to it, put my attention and my heart into it and pay, you know, just slow down. And sometimes it take a step back and say, who is this for? Who am I serving? And how can I put my all into this to help, to really help them achieve the benefit or result that they're looking for? That is a huge, huge, huge takeaway for anyone who is trying to develop any type of business or entrepreneurship is to uh, just stop, stop, be sincere, be present and listen. And the third one, very easy for me, I think lots of entrepreneurs, including us, both of us will be guilty of this is self-care. You must rest, you must slow down, you must switch off, you must value yourself. I'm not saying it's not important for men, but for women even more so because with men, they can replenish their adrenaline and their adrenal glands quickly. When women are burnt out, that's it. You're gone. It's going to take you six months to probably two years to get replenished. Business is traditionally seen as a very masculine thing. It is seen as something that you have to constantly be on the go about something because if you're not on the go, you're not productive. And if you're not productive, you're not successful. It reminds me of an Italian saying, and it pretty much goes along the lines of la dolce niente, or the sweetness of nothing. Are you happy doing nothing? Because this world, especially if you run a business, has told you you've got to be busy to be productive, but sometimes just lie in your bed and do nothing and just be like, yeah, I'm doing a lot at the moment. I'm resting and I'm appreciating and I'm stepping back from things. Self-care for women is always the feminine stuff, the, the makeup, the hair routine. It's very easy when you run a business to shut that bit off and stay in the head. So with men, self-care is also allowing themselves to be human. We live in a very devilish, sick, psychopathic world that constantly wants you to switch off your emotions and be a robot. It's going to get even worse as time goes on. So really taking time away, putting that love, putting that kindness, putting that empathy is very important. Because when you have that self-compassion for yourself, it's very easy for you to extend it to the right people outside. Absolutely. Self-care is so important. I think I do too much self-care. <laughs> hey, there's no such thing as too much self-care. You have to love on yourself. <laughs> but yes, take care of yourself. Get the rest. Get the rest. And, and fix yourself up sometimes. You know, get your hair curled. I love your website and you're all dolled up. But yeah, you Thank know. Thank you. You have to do that and make yourself feel good inside. You know, hey, I still got it, huh? <laughs> but no, that's true. And that, that goes down to a theme. It's very true what you've said. It, uh, it is, yes. Well, I am so happy that you joined us today on the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast, Nadia. You have dropped some serious information and nuggets and a lot of inspiration that lets people know that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You know, we go through things. But as long as you don't give up, you don't give up and you pray about it, you're going to get yourself out there as long as each day you take one step to making yourself a better person. That's 
Right. There's a lot of, and just just on a, on a side note, on the giving up part, I think one of the major things I've often said in my videos is so many people gave up on me when they looked at me on my worst. It's that surprise look people have when when they realize they messed up by counting you out. This is not something personal. This is generally when you are not at a certain station in life, people mentally count you out. They want to know what you do quickly so they can assess where you are in the tax bracket and how much respect to give you. Sometimes I just tell people I do nothing. I let them work it out by themselves. But it doesn't matter who's given up on you, who tells you you can't do it. If someone tells you they can't do it, it's because they you can't do it with them. As long as whoever's listening to this, I want you guys to remember, as long as you never give up on yourself, that's the most important thing in the world. I'm 100% believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> people have timed me out many times. They're not, uh-huh. not going to come out of it, but I have. Better than ever, right? Yep, absolutely. Thank you again, Nadia. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Be Seen, Be podcast. For more inspiring conversations, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or feedback, you can reach me directly at beseenbelovedpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.